Welcome to Walking the Way. Today is the 4th of June 2020. My name is Ray and I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of prayer, so regular scripture together and a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's very easy to pick up as we go along. Before we start, don't forget, if you'd like to hold a physical copy of today's episode in your hand, you can download a PDF of today's script. In the show notes, there is a link that says download the script. Hit that, you'll get a PDF of today's episode. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way is our giving page. There's a link to that in the show notes. We would appreciate all your support. And finally, if you'd like more information about me or the podcast, head to www.rayborrow.co.uk. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? God of wholeness, God of grace, to you we bring our thanks and praise. To a world that searches, you are a lamp that shines. To a world that is hungry, you are food that sustains. To a world that suffers, you are hope of release. To a world that's broken, you are one who restores. To a world full of hate, you are love that forgives. To a world that denies, you are truth that endures. And so to you, we bring our thanks and praise. God of wholeness, God of grace. Amen. Acts 5.29 But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than any human authority. I don't know how many people have heard about a man called Neil Agate. Neil Agate was a doctor who worked with the trade unions in South Africa during the apartheid era. And he died on the 5th of February 1982. He became the 51st person to die in custody, and he was 28 years old. His death was originally marked as suicide, but a later inquest actually reversed that, saying that the ruling had been wrong, and that he had died as a result of the torture that he'd received. It was the biggest contributor to his death. I never knew him, but I knew of him for a while, and I can't help but feel sorry and grief that 38 years later, the inequalities that Neil Agate were fighting for are still there. Whether they are in the US, whether they're in the UK, whether they're in South Africa, whether they're in Myanmar, whether they're in Brazil, they are still there. You know, the death of George Floyd and the subsequent violence are all indications of the prejudice and injustice that pervade our world today. And I find myself asking the question is, as a Christian, where do I find myself in all of this? How do I respond to all of this? And I have to say that our Bible verse today is a reminder that while as Christians we are encouraged to support our authorities, when those authorities act, act outside of the will of God, we are, to tro- we are to follow our true king. Our true king is God. You know, prime ministers and presidents change like the wind. We've had, in the UK, we've had one, two, three, four prime ministers in the last ten years, if not more. 
Presidents change. Administrations change. Parliaments change. But our God does not. Governments are driven by lobby groups and spin doctors. Sorry, in this country they call them special advisors. Our God isn't driven by those. And while governments and their structures claim to serve the people, more often than not they are power-hungry. And yet, in direct contrast to that, our God gave up His power to become one of us. And so I think, during this time when we're questioning about where we sit, I would suggest that God is the authority that we need to pay attention to. God is the authority we need to heed, not our earthly governments. And to quote Peter, we must obey God rather than any human authority. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible reading for today. And in today's readings, Paul is sent to Felix the governor. We'll see you on the other side.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, open our hearts and our minds to your words today. Help us to hear your voice clearly today, Lord. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New Revised Standard Version. And today we're reading Acts 23. While Paul was looking intently at the council, he said, Brothers, up to this day I have lived my life with a clear conscience before God. Then the high priest Ananias ordered those standing near him to strike him on the mouth. At this Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting there to judge me according to the law? And yet violation of the law you ordered me to be struck? Those standing nearby said, Do you dare to insult God's high priest? And Paul said, I did not realize, brothers, that he was a high priest, for it is written, You shall not speak evil of a leader of your people. When Paul noticed that some were Sadducees and others were Pharisees, he called out in the council, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, a son of a Pharisee. I am on trial concerning the hope of the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, a dissension began between the Pharisee and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. The Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, or angel, or spirit. But the Pharisees acknowledge all three. Then a great clamor arose, and a certain scribes of the Pharisees' group stood up and contended, We find nothing wrong with this man. What if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him? When the dissension became violent, the tribune, fearing that they would tear Paul to pieces, ordered the soldiers to go down, take him by force, and bring him into the barracks. That night the Lord stood near him and said, Keep up your courage, for just as you have testified for me in Jerusalem, so you must bear also in Rome. In the morning the Jews joined a conspiracy, and bound themselves by an oath neither to eat nor drink until they had killed Paul. There were more than forty who joined this conspiracy. They went to the chief priests and elders and said, We have strictly bound ourselves by oath to taste no food until we have killed Paul. Now then, you and the council must notify the tribune to bring him down to you, on the pretext that you want to make a more thorough examination of his case. We are ready to do away with him before he arrives. Now the son of Saul's sister heard about the ambush, so he went and gained entrance to the barracks and told Paul. Paul called one of the centurions and said, Take this young man to the tribune, for he has something to report to him. So he took him, brought him to the tribune and said, The prisoner Paul called me and asked me to bring this young man to you. He has something to tell you. The tribune took him by the hand, drew him aside privately and asked, What is it that you have to report to me? He answered, The Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul down to the council tomorrow, as though he was going to inquire more thoroughly into his case. But do not be persuaded by them, for more than forty of their men are lying in ambush for him. They have bound themselves by oath neither to eat nor drink until they kill him. They are ready now and waiting for your consent. So the tribune dismissed the young man, ordering him, Tell no one that you've informed me of this. Then he summoned two of the centurions and said, Get ready to leave by nine o'clock tonight for Caesarea with two hundred soldiers, seventy horsemen, and two hundred spearmen. Also provide mounts for Paul to ride, and take him safely to Felix the governor. He wrote a letter to this effect. Claudius Lysias, to His Excellency the Governor Felix, greetings. This man was seized by the Jews and was about to be killed by them. But when I had learned that he was a Roman citizen, I came with the guard and rescued him. 
Since I wanted to know the charge for which they accused him, I had him brought to their council. I found that he was accused concerning questions of their law, but was charged with nothing deserving death or imprisonment. When I was informed that there would be a plot against this man, I sent him to you at once, ordering his accusers also to state before you what they have against him. So the soldiers, according to the instructions, took Paul and brought him during the night to Antipatris. The next day they let the horsemen go on with them while they returned to the barracks. When they came to Caesarea and delivered the letter to the governor, they presented Paul also before him. On reading the letter, he asked what province he belonged to. And when he learned that he was from Sicilia, he said, I will give you a hearing when your accusers arrive. Then he ordered that he be kept under guard in Herod's headquarters. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to say our prayers for the day. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. They're all in the show notes. If you click the link, they'll take you to wherever we need to go. Let's pray, shall we? Oh God, author and giver of peace, in whose image and likeness each of us has been created, with a human dignity worthy of respect on earth and destined for eternal glory, Listen to the cry that rises from every corner of this fragile earth. 
from our human family torn by violent conflict. Give peace in our time, O good and gracious God, that peace which as your Son Jesus Christ taught us, and as we have experienced, is a peace which the world cannot give. To world leaders grant the wisdom to see beyond the boundaries of race, religion and nation, to that common humanity that makes us all your children, and brothers and sisters to one another. To those who have taken up arms, in anger or revenge or even in the cause of justice, grant the grace of conversation to the path of peaceful dialogue and constructive collaboration. To the innocent who live in the shadow of terror, especially the frightened children, be a shelter and a strength, their haven and hope. And to those who have already lost their lives as victims of human cruelty, open wide your arms and enfold them all, in the embrace of your compassion, healing and everlasting life. Grant us this prayer, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.